Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea and beyond. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another wild, whimsical Wednesday for Torch Report 516, how to seek signal amidst the noise. You take the good, you take the bad, you put them together, and then you have the facts of life, the facts of life, facts. There will be more information coming out this year than any of us can keep track of. That's just a fact, right? Think about it. all the different news channels. Think about all the websites, all the channels on Telegram and Rumble and Substack. Think about the independent reporters that hail from other places on the planet or the courageous parliamentarians who are standing against the global cabal elsewhere in the world. And who could possibly keep track of it all. Certainly, friends, no human could. Uh, No human would be able to keep track of all the moving parts and all the information that's out there for the simple reason that, I mean, we're human, right? We only have a limited amount of time and energy on any given day And uh, much of that time and energy, obviously, has to be used for other purposes like, uh, you know, brushing your teeth, uh, scrubbing, (laughs) uh, scrubbing the armpit. Anyway, tracking down. We have to do things other than just spend our time tracking down what the global shysters are actually up to. Right. So the two two things I want to point out here, one is that the globalists are well aware of this fact, that there's too much information, it's an overwhelming amount of information, nobody can really keep track of it all. And that fact allows them to pull off their schemes in broad daylight, really without much notice. And the second thing I want to point out here is that with the advent of artificial intelligence, which is collecting data from all around the world in real time, the global cabal now has this small group of powerful global elites, the ruling class, they now have the ability to keep track of vast amounts of information and data, much more than we, the common folk, could possibly comprehend. Now, to be sure, you know, all of this information is not being fed directly into the eggheads at the WEF, at least not yet. Uh, Musk's Neuralink chip might make for that possibility, but I don't know. Uh, Instead, what's happening with this weaponized AI is that the algorithms are basically humming along 24-7, 365. They're collecting, collating, and calculating the various variables and vectors. And anytime one of our enlightened leaders feels the need, they simply push the button and pull a report that tells them everything they need to know about what's going on, like the fact that the peasants are getting restless. And of course, uh, that's, you know, that's an oversimplification of how the weaponized AI, AI actually works. But I think it's, it's worth noting uh, that th- it would be nothing to program for, for the global elites, those who are controlling the weaponized AI. They could program certain alerts that give certain authorities detailed reports on trending information and attitudes. That's happening right now. It's even happening right now in in Washington State. We talked about it a little bit at the end of last year. Uh, The UK firm, I believe, uh, Logistica, is using AI to monitor anybody who who questions the election integrity in Washington State. That's a a good example that is happening right now. This is precisely how... They monitor for emerging public perceptions and controlling and shaping emerging public perceptions. This is all done under the umbrella of the WHO's uh, war on the infodemic. It's a practice that I've long called out as exceedingly problematic for the simple reason that the cabal 
is attempting to control public perception before it is even formed. That amounts to preemptive mind control, just to be very clear. Now, the point here is that not only is it possible... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, is it impossible for any one of us to keep track of all the information floating around in the nebulous of the cloud? Uh, It's also true that we are facing, you know, impossible odds. We are impossibly outmatched in the computational department because, A, we don't have the same access to the weaponized AI and the supercomputers, and B, those who do have access to these insanely powerful tools are using them to direct to directly control the, the flow of information. So they control what we actually get to see. Uh, even if we, you know, even if we do a lot of digging and researching, uh, try to dig into what happened on J6, for example, and what you'll find is that any... Uh, counter-narrative perspective is buried by the algorithms, and thus it is within this framework that we must strive to stay informed, to read between the lies, and to seek out valid and verifiable information. That is the purpose of the Torch Report, to share with you the truth you can trust, not because I ask you to take my word for it, because, but because I do an insane amount of research to present the uh, information you need to develop your own informed perspective. My mission is to conduct the research so I can present the facts to you that you might not find anywhere else. That said, uh, obviously, dis- you know, the discussion is not just about the facts, right? It's about forming our perspectives based on the facts. And as such, I just want to point out here at the beginning of the year that I don't expect anyone to agree with anything or everything I say. Though I do make the assumption that for much of the audience, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report, uh, much of the time you probably do agree with what I say. But I, I encourage and I implore you to always uh, do your own digging. And if you, if you come across information or a perspective that seems different or in contrast to what I'm saying, please let me know. Shoot me an email to Luke at thetorchreport.com. Now, here's my concern. This year is going to be a pivotal year in United States history. This year may, in fact, make or break our nation. As I was saying yesterday, uh, you know, kind of within this context of a make or break it year, it would be wise to prepare for a worst case scenario. And then, of course, go about living your life. While all hell might break loose over the next 10 months or so, it's also possible that the slow roll of insanity will simply keep us living on the edge, which keeps us short-sighted. And all of that happens while the cabal continues to move the goalposts and advance upon us from all fronts. So implied within that juxtaposition. Friends, somewhere between preparedness and embracing the goodness of life just as it is, is a political impulse to make a difference. Now, some people have this impulse and other people do not, and that's just fine. But we would be wise to realize that really it's, it, it's local politics. It's local, locally elected representative government, city council, county commissioners, health boards, school boards, etc. That's where the rubber meets the road, really, when it comes to preserving our way of life. So this year, as we are inundated by you know, propaganda and the political circus, keep in mind that local political action is really where the solution is at. Uh, similarly, this epic global battle that's underway right now, the fight for the hearts and minds of humanity, must be fought 
in the streets and the taverns of our local communities. It, this is, it's both a practical perspective and it is a tactical perspective. Um, that said, however, you know, I, I, as I've been wading back into the news this week, this peculiar concern has kind of slowly cropped up to me. You know, I, I, I've realized, wait a second now, you know, uh, do I tell the audience what they want to hear or do I tell the audience what they need to hear? Put differently, am I, am I bound to opining on the political circus because that's what people are searching for and talking about? I mean, that, that would certainly grow the audience. Or would it be best to trust my gut to speak from the heart and discuss the bigger picture perspectives that aren't necessarily being talked about and, of course, occasionally entering into the fray of the day? Now, I have my conviction about that, but I'd like to know what you think, so I put a little poll in today's report. Hey, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com. You'll see the poll. You'll get spiffy screenshots of your favorite fuzzy peasant. I should say spiffy screenshots of the news analysis and, and some behind-the-scenes footage of your favorite fuzzy peasant. But anyway, more broadly speaking here, just to stay on point, this concern about you know whether to give the audience what they're looking for or what I think needs to be talked about, what I'm really pointing out is all the talking heads in the social media feeds, right? If you find one pundit saying something and opining on the issue of the day, what you're likely to find is an entire army of other pundits saying the exact same thing. Uh, and it's they're just piling on here. This It's an effective business strategy, so I get that, but it, it just smacks of shallow thinking and pretentious opinion. You know, the consequence of all this piling on and everybody saying the same thing, it's a very socially prominent pattern, but it, it produces the echo chamber environment that we're experiencing today. And that, in turn, produces the degradation of critical thinking that is plaguing our nation. And another consequence, by the way, of this, this perfectly natural tendency, I just want to point out, it's perfectly natural But another consequence of it is that the majority of the public gets sucked into thinking about things and discussing things that are really irrelevant or unimportant. They're all caught up in the political circus or whatever else the propagandists seek to promote, while, of course, the more substantive and pressing issues just kind of get crowded out. They get ignored. Uh, That's a big problem. You know, the, the, the problem of the global cabal trying to conquer us all, that most often gets overlooked because people are caught up talking and squawking about other things. So if you think about it like this, you know, think about, uh, think about the average person, the people, you know, in your sphere of influence, what's on their mind, what's on the minds of most people, what's the most important thing in the public at large? It's a good question, right? It's hard to say for sure, but for many people, the most important thing is the all-consuming task of doing their jobs and feeding their family. So those in that camp, for the many people, uh, they only get little sound bites of information here and there, and thus their personal opinions are heavily dependent upon whatever the prominent talking points are in any given news cycle. You following me here? So most people are just getting sound bites, and so they're talking about and thinking about whatever the most prominent narrative is. Keeping in mind that these people still get to vote, uh, we have to realize that their votes are just going to align with whatever they're hearing. They're going to vote along the lines of the most dominative, dominant narrative. And, and, 
this is why, for example, perfect example here, uh, White House uh, diversity hire press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. She was out yesterday making the bald-faced lie that Joe Biden has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms. And of course, you know, only the useful idiots and the low information voters will take her at the at her word when she says, you know, this president has done more in three years than any president has done in two terms. You know, eh, never mind the fact that it is laughably ludicrous. It is absurd uh, to make such an statement. But a great many people will never hear anything different. In fact, Most people are probably going to hear this same tripe on multiple channels, and there are going to be no shortage of talking heads and liberal pundits out there echoing these patently false claims. So the truth is, the truth is in the eye of the beholder, or so it seems. Uh, The same thing goes for a lot of other things that are out, you know, kind of top of the news cycle today. For example, uh, the big news regarding the release of Epstein's client list. Oh, my gosh, they're going to release the list. You know, Bill Clinton has been identified as Doe 36 in the unsealing of the Epstein documents. Epstein docs mentioned Bill Clinton 50 plus times. Friends, forgive me for not giving a damn. But how in the hell is this the most important thing going on in the world today? The answer is, is that it's not, period. You know, everyone who hasn't had their head buried up their ass for the last three decades knows full well that Bill Clinton is a serial womanizer and he's an abuser, right? And and it comes as absolutely zero surprise to anyone that he did not have sexual relations with underage girls on Pedophile Island. You know, know, the bigger picture here, bigger issue really, of course, is the global scale of human trafficking and the fact that many of the global elites seem to be okay with this widespread and heinous abuse against minors. Uh, Of course, as Epstein's untimely death in a maximum security prison where he hung himself while on suicide watch at the exact same moment, multiple cameras managed to simultaneously fail while both guards accidentally fell asleep. What we learn from that is that ultimately there will be no accountability for any of this until natural justice is restored. But still, all the buzz about all of this and more in the news cycles, I believe it's just there to grip the public psyche. It's little more than a distraction, but it works. The same goes for all the drama surrounding the prolific plagiarizer, uh, Harvard President Claudine Gay, who gives a damn about uh, you know, diversity hire Claudine Gay. I don't give a damn, you know, uh, but now she's being portrayed as a victim of conservatives who put her career under intense scrutiny. They don't have the right to be uh, putting her career under intense scrutiny. This prolific plagiarizer, this, you know, unintelligent lying shyster president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. Friends, have you noticed the pattern of progressives circling the wagons around utterly disgraced, dishonest, and unintelligent diversity hires. That seems to be a prominent pattern here at the beginning of the year. Like so many things in the world today, it's really despicable, and yet it's happening just the same. My suggestion is don't get caught up in it. Don't give it a second thought. Just recognize this is where a lot of people's attention is being drawn. Even people who are ostensibly on our side... Even people who ostensibly want to defend life, liberty, and, and 
happiness for future generations, they are being caught up in this political circus. Now then, <laughs> as maddening and as, as, as unfortunate as that fact may be, I think there's an opportunity here not to be overlooked. Uh, this year, I want to kind of focus on solutions a lot. So, you know, the opportunity here when we see people being caught up in this is that when you encounter someone who's caught up in the political circus, realize that you actually have the high ground. Okay? You have information and perspective that the low information voters do not. And that information should be considered a very powerful asset for with this information, you just might be able to help shift someone's perspective. And of course, the question is, how? Come on, how? How am I going to do that? I can't change anybody's mind. Well, don't, go, don't give up before you've even started, right? We can shift people's perspective. When we have more information and a broader perspective, we can shift people's perspective by asking questions that lead to curiosity. And just uh, for example, you know, think about a conversation, you know, somebody's talking about Bill Clinton on Epstein Island. Bill Clinton on Epstein Island? I mean, come on, that's not news. Everyone already knew that Clinton was a pervert. But did you catch the fact that, that the full timeline of J6 events has been released? Now that is some interesting news. This full timeline of J6 events, it really puts the insurrection into perspective. I think you should check it out. Uh, if you haven't checked out thetorchreport.com, there, there's a link there. Uh, you can see it all for yourself. So uh, that's just an example, right? You, you change the, the subject by asking a question, directing somebody's uh, curiosity towards something they may not know. Another example would be, you know, this whole thing with uh, Karine Jean-Pierre and her lying through her teeth, you know. Does anyone actually believe when the White House claims that Biden has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms? And anybody believe that? Doesn't that seem just a little bit like gaslighting? How do you explain the fact that Biden's approval rating has hit an all-time low? Or the fact that more and more people are betting that he's going to drop out of the race altogether? Did you know that one-third of the people in the United States still believe that Joseph effing Biden's election was completely illegitimate? Now there's a topic for conversation. Friends, given all of this, you know, what, what do you think... The deep state and the media are doing, still propping him up. Why do you think that is? Does anyone you know actually think that Joe Biden is really the best our country has to offer? Was he really the most popular president ever elected? Or does that seem just a tad bit ridiculous? <laughs> I mean, it's a rhetorical question, friends. People believe it, but they're laughing at us. They're laughing at us. That's the point. And we can bring that into conversation. They're laughing at us. Come on. I mean, if you believe that you're a liberal or you're a Democrat and you believe that Joe Biden is the most popular president ever elected, I'm sorry. I'm laughing in your face right now. But as this ridiculous charade continues, what we need to keep in mind is that the cabal keeps marching on. The circus is just a distraction. There are much, 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 much bigger issues that are worthy of public discussion. How about over 1,000 peer-reviewed studies now revealing a horrific epidemic of young people falling over dead? How about the fact that the government is still pushing these toxic experimental injections into the arms of babies as young as six months old? Old friends, it's just sick, but 
I see the clock here, so we're going to have to get into that and so much more in future reports throughout the year. Friends, it is my commitment to you to keep the most pressing issues front and center, to keep a bigger picture perspective firmly in mind, and above all else, just to keep it real. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I'm grateful to have you aboard, and and come hell or high water, (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to the year ahead. Friends, as always, resistance is the spice of life, and therefore resist we must, resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com. Find the heart. Click the heart. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have enough subscriber rating. Of course, the greatest owner of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical Wednesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.